The lightning era on the iPhone is coming to an end, but is its replacement a better option? We're talking about USB-C and Apple's future with the connector in this episode of the Macworld Podcast. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Good morning. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. So the iPhone is going to be having a major change coming. In Europe, a law was passed that uh, stated that phones, tablets, and cameras needed to start using a USB-C outlet plug. For charging. To be clear, they don't just mean the plug side. They mean the device side. Because it's already, you know, you've got two ends of every charger. Like, and, and Apple already uses, has switched to USB-C on all the wall outlet side, the adapter side of things. Yeah, that's not enough. That does not qualify. This has been going on for a, for a while. They've been talking about it. They've been, it's going through the various steps. It's, it's, there's like, there's several, several steps that, that, that have to be clear before a rule is becomes a law in, in the EU, but they're basically there. And what's going to happen is every small electronic device from phones to cameras to, you know, whatever. Your, Headphones, your all kinds of stuff, yeah. yeah. They're going to need to use USB-C for um, charging. Now, it's really hard to, to not see that as a, a law for Apple. There are things. There are plenty of little things that use, uh, you know, micro USB, mini USB, things like that. But Apple is by far the biggest company that doesn't use USB C on um, not just the iPhone. Is it? There's a. There's several products. The AirPods um, charging case uses Lightning as well. Um, they're going to be affected by and large way more than any other company by this rule. Which so the rule is uh, takes effect late 2024. So we 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 got some time before Apple has to do it. It apparently will apply only to new products. So it's not like they're going to have to start selling. Like they're going to be selling the iPhone 14 for the next couple of years. It'll always have a Lightning port. It's not like there will be a new iPhone 14 with a USB-C plug. I mean, they could do that, but they're not required to. Yeah, so it'll be only be new products. It's expected that the iPhone 15 will will have USB-C and possibly even though they're not it's not necessary that AirPods charging cases will switch over. Uh possibly next year as well. Yeah, th- there's been rumors for a while about USB-C on the iPhone uh, going back I think like to the iPhone 12, I want to say maybe even earlier than that. So you know it, it's it's been a rule uh, it's been uh, a rumor. If you look at Lightning versus USB C, just like the physical size of it, they're very very similar. Lightning smaller, a little, a little bit smaller, but they're they're both you know it doesn't matter which way you plug them in, they can both go either way. They both have that sort of like um, that they they click in a little bit, like they have that little resistance. They both go either way. They're both the thickness and wideness doesn't change what you can use them in there's really nothing out there that like only lightning is small enough for this that's not really a an issue with anything no i mean there was a time like with the i don't know maybe like the iphone 6 when it was 
super thin on the edge, but that's not an issue anymore. Like the iPhone is plenty thick enough. Uh, that bottom is flat. You can you can easily put USB-C. In fact, there was a YouTuber a few months ago that actually did it, and it worked just fine. Like he, he took the whole thing apart. He added a USB-C connector. It fit just like it did with the Lightning, put it back together, and it, and it, and it worked. So, you know, it's, it's not going to be a huge engineering change for Apple or a huge visual change, but it's a big deal because Lightning is their thing. It's been around since 2012 with the iPhone 5, I want to say. Yeah, iPhone 5. Um, and, you know, it's, it's there. Like, that's Apple's proprietary connector. I find it interesting that even Apple is moving away from it in the sense that uh, f- first the iPad Pro was like, oh, it's a it's a not Mac. I mean, f- the first was the MacBook. And it's like, here's one USB-C port. I mean, the the 12-inch the product, I mean, the 11-inch product that was just called MacBook. Like, that was like, here's one USB-C port. You do everything with one USB-C port. Charge it, data, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but, that came out. That might have been 2012 as well. That might have been but for year. a while, they did USB-C on MacBooks. They added the new MagSafe connectors, the new power connectors. But USB-C, you can still plug and charge via USB-C. They added it to the iPad Pro. Then they added it to the iPad Air. Now there's talk that they're going to add it to when they finally refresh the design of their basic iPad, be added to that. Possibly in a, just a couple of weeks. That that could get USB-C. That, that would be the last iPad. The, the Mini, the Air, and the Pro all use USB-C. This, the last remaining iPad is the um, the entry-level iPad. Yeah. That's, that's Apple Watch never had it, and they moved the charging puck from a USB-A to USB-C, the, the wall side of it. Yeah, that the Apple Watch wouldn't be affected because it's it's wireless. I'm just – what I'm there's, saying there's is no plug on it. Yeah. Lightning has become an iPhone thing. Less than an Apple thing. Um, it, it is on AirPods, although interestingly, not Beats stuff. <laughs> like the Beats stuff that uses all the Apple chips the and Beats, stuff. Power Beats Pro have it. They're the only the only Beats model to have Lightning. Is that one for whatever reason they? That yeah, it, it's it, old. The they they when they switched to the new, uh, what was it called? The Beats old Beats. Uh, Beats Fit Pro, yeah, that switched to USB-C. So they already kind of made that shift in the Beats line, <laughs> which people kind of forget is Apple. I mean, that, that, it makes sense on Beats because, you know, that's – if if, a, if an Android user is going to buy an Apple earbud, it's most likely going to be that one and not AirPods. True, but they do have different lines. They have a line of Beats that – do do different stuff with Android phones, and then they have the lines that have the Apple like H1 chip and stuff in them, and they work like AirPods. And even those, like the Beats Fit Pro, have USB C now. So it's very much an iPhone thing, but that's a lot. That's like seventy million products a year. So um, as Jason was saying, it only applies to new products. So if Apple keeps selling the iPhone 14, the iPhone 13 for a couple of years. Unless they change something about the manufacturing of it, like add a new color or something like that, um, you can they'll still be able to use Lightning. And I, I suspect they will because like, I don't think they're going to go back to the iPhone 14 production and add a USB-C port just so everything's like all copacetic. I think they will – with the iPhone the iPhone 15 will start and then the 16 and the 17 and so on. 
some or some new iPhone SE if there's a new iPhone SE or something. Yeah. Yeah, the SE is a tricky one because that might come out next year. It's an older model, it's an older design as well that they might stick with Lightning for another another round. It's a it's a question of like I think this is a good change. I think the iPhone should have USB-C. But there's a part of me that doesn't love Apple being forced to do it by a government entity because it just doesn't feel like it it, it feels like it's stifling innovation a bit. USB-C is USB-C is superior to Lightning. Let's just get that out of the way. Apple hasn't done anything to really bring Lightning into like this like modern high speed era. It's it's a it's a slow cable. It's a slow cable. It's lo- it's a relatively low power cable. It's kind of at its power limit. I would be much more sympathetic to the but what now Apple can't innovate. I'd, I'd be sympathetic to that argument if they were doing that. But they're not. <laughs> it's not even keeping up with the times. They're not. Not only are they not innovating, like it's holding things back. When when they switch the iPhone to USB C, it will be possible. If they, I don't. Who knows if they engineer the phone to do this or not? To have considerably faster charging than they have now. Well, I don't think any iPhone can handle sixty watt charging. I think it'd get way too hot and cook <laughs> but it, but this whole like you know the we get get what is it 50 percent in 30 minutes or something like that like that can be <clears throat> that can be 50 percent in 20 minutes that can be or or 70 percent in 30 minutes or whatever you know yeah there's when, when the smaller your device is the harder it is to push a lot of watts in there and not have the ba- battery get dangerously hot data transfers the big one it is still basically USB 2 speeds and they're out there wanting you to take 48 megapixel pro raw pictures at 90 megabytes each. And then like, that's the kind of thing where, you know, Hey, if you buy a high end iPhone and you take a bunch of those pictures, you don't want to sync that to your iCloud via or your Mac wirelessly. That is slow. (laughs) That is going to be annoyingly slow. It's nice to plug in a cable and go fast, but you can't. It's not going to go fast. It's might as well airdrop it because it's going to be you can be here a while. Yeah, I mean that's why yeah. that's why the iPad Pro. and there are yeah and th- that and I think they can handle more power. Like the, I think the iPad Pros being larger can handle more power input. They may have been at that thing where they can't have fast charging with Lightning. They can't push enough power in to fill up half of that battery. Apple calls fast charging 50% in 30 minutes. Everything like that, that meets that standard, they call fast charging. So yeah, maybe they couldn't do that. But for whatever reason, like when they when they run up against their own limitations, what do they do? Do they make a new uh, innovative thing? No, they went to USB-C. <laughs> so, and there's room to grow. USB-C as a connector is still growing in performance. It's still growing in its ability to deliver more power and be faster. So I don't think this is a problem as long as it's not 10 years from now and the and USB-C is really holding things back and the EU's dragging their feet about changing this to allow for whatever's next. The rule only applies, obviously, to European countries. 
but it's highly unlikely that Apple creates a separate iPhone for Europe and sells a different iPhone in the U.S. So even though the U.S. government hasn't mandated anything and won't, probably won't, it's it's likely yeah, that- Yeah, EU countries is enough, even though the UK is not in it anymore. Like, it's just, that's that's enough of Apple's sales of, of the things that are affected by this, which is basically- iPhones and AirPods. I'm trying to make that correlation here. So Apple, the iPhone 14 is eSIM only in the US, but in Europe, they are equipped to accept SIM cards. In it's it's dual eSIM in the US and in the rest of the world, it's one eSIM and one physical SIM card. Right. So I guess the correlation I'm trying to make is in terms of USB-C, is, is, is it just a little more complicated to make? Well, they would have to do a whole nother chart. Like, So people who, who tear down the iPhone 14, there's just a blank spot, slot where the, East, where the SIM used to be. They didn't engineer anything separate for the US phones. They just removed it. If you're going to put lightning in USB, that's a completely different situation. You gotta have two websites. You gotta have two uh, footnotes that explain chart, like all of that. And they're just, they're just not gonna. And 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 you gotta have two production lines because they're totally different phones. I don't think that Apple would would do that. And also, honestly, I'd be I'd be pretty ticked if the European Union got USB C iPhone and I didn't. Because I, I mean, as we just discussed, there's no improvements over Lightning. It was so when Lightning launched. In 2012, it was a yeah. massive, and what everyone else was using was micro USB, which was like you still had to turn it the right way, and it was slow, and its power was less, and yada yada, and it's right. USB C didn't didn't really come along, and and Apple, to be to be fair, Apple was one of the early adopters of USB C. We we Jason and I talked about it on that on that 12 inch MacBook. Like when they came out with that, everyone was like, "Well, first of all, what is this?" And second of all, why is there only one of them? Because they were like way ahead of everyone. I mean, they helped the engineer the spec. They were very involved in making USB-C. It bothers me that Apple kind of only does the right thing when a government forces them to. And this is kind of another example of that. I I, I want to say, God, I, I, I hate them forcing a standard on somebody because somebody now nobody can come up with something better. But I'm nobody's doing that. Like nobody's I can't I can't find the example of where this is gonna stomp on them. I do think that the law will allow them to make a fully wireless iPhone, wireless charging iPhone. No ports at all. I think my understanding of it is what it says is if you have a charging port, it has to be USB C. So it's not like they're gonna have to stick a port on the Apple Watch. <laughs> And it doesn't mean they have to take MagSafe off of um, uh, MacBooks. MacBooks already, even the ones with the, the new ones with MagSafe, do charge via USB C, so they are already compliant, and they can still have MagSafe in addition. And I think right now it's only up to a hundred watts anyway, so that wouldn't be. It would be the 13 inch MacBook Air, but not the 16 inch MacBook Pro. But whatever, as Jason said, it's that it, they're they're covered there. They they do have MagSafe, but you can plug a USB C charger into any into the port. Uh, so, but there's you know, Mark Gurman in his latest newsletter said Apple's future. Apple's still eyeing a future where it's just all wireless charging, anyway, 
And God, I really hope they can solve some other problems before they make that happen because the sort of wireless charging they have now that's based on the Qi wireless standard, you know, like like the MagSafe, the other MagSafe, the MagSafe that's wireless charging, not the MagSafe that's MacBook <laughs> fast charging, um, is based on the Qi standard. All the older stuff that's not MagSafe is the Qi standard. You lose a lot. Like, it's like you pull 20 watts from the wall to deliver 15 watts to the product. Five watts, just like a good 30% or so of your power draw goes up in smoke. And that's terrible. I think that's terrible for our green power efficient future. Just imagine all the power your rechargeable products ever use going up by 30%. That's essentially what's happening. That's not a good place to be. (laughs) There's convenience sometimes. And for tiny products like an Apple Watch where a port is a problem and, and, and things that need to be sensitive to being like submerged under pressure and stuff like that, it's, they're great. But for all kinds of products, I can't imagine wirelessly charging a MacBook. First of all, the performance being what it is, like wireless charging can't deliver enough power to charge a MacBook very fast without some new technology, new form of wireless charging. The Qi standard is not close to delivering enough. You'd be you'd be charging your MacBook for like six hours. But uh, MagSafe on the MacBook is- uh, it's, it's not wireless charging, yeah. Not, it's just- That still goes fast. It, it's, I mean, that that, that it's, still pumps enough power. That's not, even though it's very similar to MagSafe and those things, but it's not the same. Yeah, it's it's annoying they call it MagSafe because it's different than the phone MagSafe. It's not the same thing. If if Apple's going to go toward a wireless, a fully wireless, no port future, it's got some problems it needs to solve first, and maybe maybe it'll do those things. That's another that's another rumor we've heard for I don't know how many years now that that the next iPhone will be fully wireless. It's it's. There's there's some things that have to happen before that happens. I wouldn't be surprised if AirPods went wireless, like the AirPods case first. They can literally now they can literally ship it with the Apple Watch charging puck, like they do an Apple Watch. <laughs> like once they they've got that in the iPad Pro case, they can add that to the other ones. They can do that. They've got to solve things like what about all the people who have CarPlay but don't have wireless CarPlay which is substantial. What are they going to do? Is there going to be like a dongle that you can plug into the USB that connects to your phone wirelessly? Data transfer, wireless data transfer to your Mac or something like that. That's not a big... AirDrop works. It's fast. It's pretty good. For most people, I think that's going to be okay. But external drives, they they talk about that all the time for things like your iPad Pro and stuff you know so external storage what's your solution there what's your solution for um debugging and stuff like that like you know uh, developers or even apple themselves like how do they what do they plug it in to use debugs and sims and stuff like that there's a lot of there's work that needs to be done i don't think that's as easy as i definitely think it's these are all solvable problems i just don't think it's as easy as looking at charging and saying, well, they can get rid of the port because wireless charging is a thing. There's also the AirPods Max 
has a lightning cable on the device itself. So that's a bit of a bigger change than, than the other AirPods. Um, I can see that coming, you know, next year, whenever the next model comes out. Um, we, we were surprised it had lightning to begin with. It was one of the annoying things about that was even if you plug in that lightning port, it's just charging and it's still doing wireless transfer. And I think a lot of people said, I want, what I want to do is I want to plug it into my computer and have it be a USB audio device so I can get rid of all that latency, which matters for certain things like for, and for that target market of the AirPods Max, they're like, can I plug it in and get rid of all the latency? And it's like, nope. <laughs> so that could, that could potentially be a way to solve that problem. If they put USB-C on there and it's not a huge firmware change and stuff to allow it to be a USB audio device. And now you're, you can get rid of all that extra wireless latency, Bluetooth latency. Yeah. One of the things that, that we have to remember is that legally, as applies to laws like this, a new product, any new product skew is a new product. If nothing changes, but it's a new color, that's essentially a new product as far as the law is concerned. If they do nothing but change some little thing internally to have it be, to save three cents on manufacturing, that's a new product. Like anything that would be registered in a government database differently or something, totally new product. And the, and they, they do that oft, relatively often. Like they added MagSafe to the AirPods Pro case last year, even though we didn't get a new model. Like that does happen and that all counts. So these products could change over to USB-C pretty quickly without having a big press release to say, oh, it's a new, all of a sudden it could be, oh, look, that's USB-C. Here's a question. Do, uh, do AirPods die or do they switch those over to USB-C when the, when the iPhone? Because they don't bundle them anymore, but they do still sell them. Do they just go away, Barry? Because because there's air because there's AirPods, or do they do they switch them? Over? My guess is this. They're, they're my only guess 19 is bucks. It's a pretty good. My guess is they hang on price. for a few years. They're not bad. I'm using them right now. They're not bad. One, they'll still be selling last year's and previous year's old AirPod uh, uh, iPhones, and I think most of the target market for those are people with older iPhones. So they can probably stick around for five years with a, you know. The, a compatibility disclaimer on them that says, you know, it's only for these models the same way that when they finally switch over the base model iPad, they'll have no need for any new iPad to have anything other than the new Apple pencil, but they'll have to still sell the old Apple pencil for all the people who, for the installed base of people with lightning iPads, right? It has to be on the site somewhere with just like a compatibility. So I think earpods will fall into that group. As far as I know, earpods haven't been updated at all since. So they came out in 2016 with the iPhone 7, which is when they got rid of the headphone jack. I don't think they've changed at all since then. I think they're the exact same thing. If they have, it's some some extremely minor change that I don't know about. Yeah, you're right. They could go another 10 years. I mean, they're just they're earpods. You know, they're earbuds. Um, yeah, I, I'd be surprised if it went to USB-C. I think Jason's right. They'll sell them as long as they have a Lightning iPhone. As long as they still think people are out there with like three or four-year-old iPhones that want to buy a cheap pair of <laughs> Lightning earpods. I don't even know how many they sell of those things anymore. I can't imagine. It's a lot, but. I'm going to be sad to see Lightning go. I mean, it's it's a cool little connector. I do wish 
I wish Apple did a lot more with it. All, it. all it does is cause me a headache because I have a, I do have enough other things that use USB-C, including Apple stuff. They had that dual USB-C charger that came with the MacBook Air, right? And I love it because I can leave two pl- things spaghettied in, not because I need to charge two things at once, because I need a lightning and I need a USB-C. Like, <laughs> and I don't want to dig out cables. Like, not, I'm benefiting not at all from lightning. Lightning was a great solution at its time. It's beyond its time. And I'm going to be glad to see it go. And I only wish that Apple had had the courage, and I use that word deliberately, to get rid of lightning in its products sooner than when a government told them to. There's a lot of leg room left in USB-C, but I hope when it runs out of that leg room, everyone's not being hamstring hamstrung by this EU law that's making them stick with USB-C when there's something so clearly better. Well, this... Um, spur more development of USB-C. I mean, I guess it kind of, I mean, I, I don't know if it needs to. Like, as you said, USB-C has a lot of room left to grow, and it does. Like, new specs are released, I want to say, even more than annually. Like, they're constantly adding more bandwidth, adding more um, power to it. So, I just think it's funny that this is all under the guise of uh, e-waste, and they want to cut down on, you know, people buying all these charges, but you know how many lightning Chargers are going to be like now waste because people aren't going to be using. Yes, them. and millions also and millions and millions. I think a lot of those people either have a USB C charger for any of the other de- millions of devices that use it, um, including Apple's own. Remember, remember iPhone docks when that was a big thing. Like nowadays, there's just wireless charging stands, but they used to be docks for like boom boxes with like iPhone docks in him. And if I had one of those kind of things that I used all the time and it had a lightning port on it, I'd be mad. <laughs> Although I, what it, what it does is it allows people to make a, a boom box or something with a USB-C dock and work for Android and iPhones. Well, that does it for this episode of the Macworld podcast, episode 812. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you, sir. And thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe to the Macworld Podcast and the podcast app on Spotify, on Amazon Music, or through any other podcast app. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest in the world of Apple. See you next time.